Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. Welcome to the Second Cup. It's the tag-along podcast to a cup of joe and Nintendo, where we dive deeper into the games and topics you care about most. For the first time, I'm going to dive into a completely unique experience called In Other Waters. It's by developer Jump Over the Age. And a quick disclaimer, I received this code uh, for this game and I, I did not purchase it. But with that said, it's really important for me to give you guys my most honest opinions about games and topics. So regardless, uh, here we go. We're going to jump into it. Um, there's going to be a lot of puns about jumping in and diving in. So so buckle up <laughs> for my, my time with In Other Waters. In Other Waters was developed by Jump Over the Aged, published by Fellow Travelers, and released on Nintendo Switch and PC on April 3rd, 2020. In Other Waters is pretty tough to describe, and that's because it's one of the most unique experiences I've played in probably 25 years. <laughs> and I think about old games on, on PC that I play, text-based RPGs and point-and-click adventures. And that's kind of what you're in for here with In Other Waters. You play as an AI guiding a human explorer around an ocean-filled exoplanet, discovering new life forms and habitats. You move from landmark to landmark, you scan for life, take samples, and progress through the sci-fi story. And I'll be honest with you guys, this one is is tough to recommend to everyone, uh, but if you're looking for something totally different and have a little bit of patience and you want to read stuff and you can use your mind and transport your, your brain to another planet, there is a rewarding experience with In Other Waters. All you really have to go on is the box art and some wonderfully soothing ambient sounds, and then your mind really does the rest. I highly, highly encourage if you do guys, if you if you guys do play this game, use headphones. Um, it captures the the bassy tones and the the water sounds and all the ambience really, really well. It definitely helps to enhance the experience. It's like really playing uh, most games with headphones, but def- certainly with this one, um, it leans so heavily on text and your imagination, uh, and it really only works thanks to it. It's captivating narrative and descriptive writing. I had my arms crossed in doubt when starting the game. I I, <laughs> I kind of wanted something a little bit more like Abzu or Subnautica or something like that. And I, I fired this game up with it. And I'll get to the UI in a second. But it's, it's a little jarring. There's not really any games quite like it. Um, and in the beginning, I was skipping past a lot of the text. Um, but I did myself a disservice because of that for really two reasons. Number one, it made it next to impossible to progress in the game. It was, <laughs> the game is literally telling me by text what to do next, what to look for, where's, wh- like, what the problem is and what the potential solutions could be. That's all in text. Um, but I'm a bit of a skimmer. <laughs> so I was kind of going through it. And the, the second reason it was a disservice to me was because I was missing out on a lot of the world building, a lot of the relationships relationship building. I am the, the character that you're playing, you're looking for, you're looking for somebody. Somebody else had been on this planet and they found, they discovered something and you're trying to learn where they went, what happened to this person, are they still alive? And a lot of that, it, it's in, entirely by text. So by by skimming through, if you're if you're not really into reading, <laughs> this game is not for you. But if you can if you can just take a breath for a little bit, if you can just kind of like pause and, and read through this thing, there's a lot to be had. 
And to be honest, it's, it's hard to talk about this game. It's hard to even categorize it in a way that helps you visualize it other than to say it looks like it should be on PC. It looks like it looks like a navigation system. It feels pretty good on Switch. Uh, there are a couple of frame hangups, honestly, which really surprised me. It felt like maybe something was wrong with my with my Switch. Um, super basic UI to this game. Um, almost no graphics, really, to be told. There's there's dots and lines and colors, but um, yeah. So I'm not sure. It, it honestly could be could have been my Switch. To, uh, to be real with you guys. Uh, like I said, the visuals are pretty basic, uh, but also leverage some old tricks to convey the new environments. So I was, quote, descending into some water caves, which was really a dot on the map that said, like, you, you hit down and it says descend. And the sound takes over. You can really hear, um, like, your suit kind of going deeper, deeper into the water. And the colors completely change on the screen, which kind of signifies you're going lower in the water. There's less sunlight kind of getting through. And so combined with the sound effects and the visuals, I actually, I was surprised. I'm like, cause I, like I said, guys, I've had my arms crossed through this experience. Like how, how good could this be? Um, but I felt the claustrophobia of going into a new area and, and I felt the claustrophobia of that underwater spelunking. It was, it was pretty fascinating. Once you allow yourself to do it, it was, it was definitely there. Um, even though it really is just dots and lines, but I, I was, I was definitely transported. There's a pretty big map to explore. Uh, I stumbled upon safe havens and, and, a, and a base where you really take a pause. Uh, you're able to refill your, your oxygen and your power and then deposit the samples and everything that you've been collecting, learn about the environment that you've been exploring, things like that. Um, this really just, it, it, it creates an opportunity to pause from what is regular, the, yeah, the, the rest of the gameplay. Um, there's a medium sense of danger. It is an alien world. You rely, like I said, on your finite set of resources, oxygen and power. Uh, but ultimately, you can fast travel to safety, which is good for me. For me, there was a challenge enough in just learning what was next and where I should go. And the plotting from from one point to the next is, is definitely slow. Um, so I was glad that they didn't really lean into the into the survival elements as much as they probably could have. This could have been a much more difficult game. It could have been more punishing with those survival elements. So I'm mostly happy with the balance because uh, it, it saved me what could have been really frustrating moments. But if, if you're looking for that all-out survival thing, um, this really isn't it. It's it's definitely more on the on the survival side, or I'm sorry, on the <laughs> on the on the narrative side of things. But I have to say, um, and it might not be a surprise by now. It is slow. Uh, progressing through the story depends entirely on your ability to read and remember. Uh, navigating the world is somewhat cumbersome. By design, it does feel like a nautical navigation. Uh, the UI and the way that you move through it, um, it does feel more like a, you're, you're, you're moving a ship. And it, it, it makes you feel like you are the AI directing this human explorer of like where to go next. But it means, um, you know, there is that, it feels like a simulation, but it means you're not just wandering. You're not, you're not moving your, your thumbstick and going from place to place. Every move is deliberate. You're going from A to B, from point to point. You move, stop, scan, see what's around you. Is there another place to move next? And then you move there. You make your next move and, and decide what, what to do in that new environment. And it's great when you're discovering, you're like, oh man, what is, what is that thing? And, and as you go through the map and you, and you find, uh, new areas, there, there are some pretty cool um, descriptions, uh, and it really helps to visualize what what this player would be seeing or what this what this character would be seeing. Um, but once you kind of discover it, going back through it because there's a, there's somewhat of a, a Metroidvania type of thing. You will kind of like you will go back to certain areas, and once I kind of discovered parts of the map, I wish that I could plot a path uh, from place to place to place. Um, otherwise, it's it's kind of like 
you you always have to move from point to point and that can be a little bit slow can be a little bit frustrating and turn some players off for sure uh, there is a world map. You are able to, well, you spend most of the game seeing just what is directly around you. There is a world map that you can load up at one of the bases. Uh, but for me, I've got such a bad memory. It didn't really help me all that much <laughs> other than to know um, what to look for when reaching the extremes or the edges, like the northmost part of the map or the southmost part of the map. Uh, it helps set me in the right direction. There, it, it does point out a few things of there's there's some samples over here. You definitely want to gonna go collect that can help you uh, maybe enhance your suit. Uh, but fine tuning the location was a little bit tricky. But I guess I guess that's kind of the whole point. Um, really, that is like I said, that's that is the point. And there there is a theme here. There is no hand holding. You are on your own. The game really kind of sets you off. There's almost no instruction even on how to move. So part of it is even just um, orienting yourself uh, from the beginning. You're on an alien planet. There are no waypoints, and you have got to read. <laughs> I definitely missed a couple things that were really important because I am a skimmer. Um, I missed something really basic, like how dropping a collected sample near a certain plant life would transform it, allowing me to explore beyond what was essentially a wall. Um, there's another clue that tells me that if I dropped another sample near a set of uh, toxic spores, it would have them disperse so then I could collect them. Then further um, enhancing the story, I, like I missed a couple things that were really important that I was really only able to discover thanks to some uh, a few of the game guides and the videos that will go up. In Other Worlds really is totally unique. I haven't played anything quite like it. It is it is tricky to describe for sure, um, but I did have a really good time with it. It features great writing and a captivating story, but this isn't Animal Crossing, <laughs> you guys. Lately, I've been bouncing from game to game with nothing sticking, and somehow this no graphics, no frills, narrative-driven game kind of caught me. I definitely found myself thinking about it when I was not playing it, which, which brought me back. Um, in the early goings, I really had to give it a chance. And I think for people looking for something a little bit different, In Other Waters is definitely that. If you want to learn more about In Other Waters, the best video I can recommend is actually by uh, Modder Wallons at youtube.com slash Modder Wallons. The link is in the is in the chat. She is fascinating. She does an incredible job of narrating the game. And honestly, she opened my mind to how to play a game like this. Uh, like, I mean, like really read into it and start piecing uh, the parts of the story together and 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 put what the game is giving to you put that together to to progress i definitely recommend you check out that video i'll put it in the notes um and yeah definitely while i'm i'm just taking a quick break from streaming so that's why i'm kind of directing you to somebody else's (laughs) video if that's cool with you guys but that's it for me thank you guys for listening let me know what you think about this new kind of take that we're doing here on the cup of joe and nintendo feed we want it to be able to give some games a little bit more time a little bit more breath and space um and especially for uh, if bobby doesn't care to hear about a game <laughs> gives me some time to to talk about it a little bit remember you can find me on twitter at sean capri you can find bobby paul's the nintendo guru at nintendo gurus and you can support cup of joe and nintendo and a ton of other content that we create at patreon.com slash capri 